We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy, Dan. Dan, this has not been the best week for Sporting Casey. Jimmy, Jimmy, Sir uh, McIntosh, it's not been good, my friend. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. We'll we'll get into all of this, but outside of the Sporting Casey games, how has your week been, my friend? Hey, week's going good, dude. You know, about wrapping the year up uh you know getting some vacations planned shit like that so things good man what's up with you were you you weren't able to hit the game on uh last week right Uh, i was not unfortunately i had family in town but it's okay uh i I didn't miss well i was gonna say i didn't miss much and i was like well that's not actually true i missed quite a bit just controversy you missed controversy and then uh you know you didn't get to watch your guy Aaron Rodgers play, which maybe he's uh, not your guy anymore. He's he is not my guy. Not your guy. Number yeah. one Jordan Love fan over here. <laughs> my goodness, Jordan Love. You know, my uh, goodness. The thing is, there are there are legitimate people taking their medical advice from Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, a professional football player. Please don't. Who is taking his advice from a podcaster slash UFC announcer in Joe Rogan? Yes. And I'm just like, you guys, we got to we got to be better uh, consumers of information like that's right. on us. You it's know, not, it's not on him. It's not great. <laughs> it's not People great. Are like Aaron Rodgers does this. What? Oh, it's not. I just I don't. I mean, I have no words. I, you know, <laughs> out, what of all comes the things, down to. out of all the things for a football player to be canceled for, uh, I never thought that uh, his his incident would overshadow uh henry ruggs <laughs> i'm just saying yeah don't drink and drive 157 miles an hour it's a little more serious than the aaron Rodgers incident but the aaron Rodgers incident's getting a whole lot more publicity, i just so. yeah people i yeah aaron Rodgers. i mean look i know a bunch of our listeners are chiefs fans and congrats on the win yeah, you wouldn't have won we don't want it we don't you wouldn't have won if aaron Rodgers was quarterback and that's not to say it's jordan love's fault you don't know that but well you can't I, say that <laughs> you can't, a win's a win you take it okay hey a win is a win and chiefs got it packers didn't but yeah uh, i read today that uh odell beckham jr wants to go to the packers Does so, he? yeah we'll see oh my lord we'll see lbj that's uh, aaron's probably not gonna play on sunday because he's still got the rona and he's still uh comparing himself to martin luther king jr and doing all sorts of crazy shit on pat mcafee's podcast and he is immunized though he is immunized padded my my favorite part of uh the interview the first one on pat mcafee and then i promise we got a lot of supporting kc stuff to talk about so we will sure sure. but my favorite part is when aaron Rodgers initially brought up joe rogan and i think pat thought he was joking and starts to laugh and then quickly realizes oh no he's not joking (laughs) And kind of like <laughs> covers his mouth to like hide the fact that he's laughing at Aaron Rodgers' face. Oh no! Have you seen this clip? It's hilarious. I, I guess I haven't. I'll have to check oh, it out. Oh my god! So Aaron goes. I, I, I talked I to assumed McAfee wasn't a very good person either, but I don't know much about him. Oh well, I feel bad for McAfee because 
he he's not a trained journalist and I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into and didn't know all this stuff was going to get spewed at. So like, I don't blame him for not being prepared for that interview. Yeah. Yes. Aaron Rodgers went on again on Tuesday this week and kind of tried to do it over a PR team had gotten to him. And he kind of tried to sort of walk stuff back and someone had also gotten to McAfee again, because McAfee was definitely asking like more direct pointed questions. Yeah. So, I think he also kind of doubled down a little bit. He did. He, he tried <laughs> so, to walk it back to an extent and then kind of doubled down to an extent. And I'm just like, go away. Right. The old double go check away. We don't want you. This is a Jordan <laughs> love podcast now. Oh my God. Well, dude, I'll tell you the uh, you're right though. We, we don't have any uh, shortage of sporting news because it playoffs time, man. Playoffs. Playoffs are here. Talking playoffs. We're talking about it now. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get into everything that happened this week with sporting KC and it starts heading on the road to uh, what I predicted would be a win. I uh, got to stop doing that. Uh, stop. I've been called out multiple times on, on Twitter. Uh, I feel bad about it. Kind of, sort of. I mean, at some point, the curse has to break, you would think. Uh, but then it doesn't. So maybe it is my fault. Maybe but... stop with all sorts of predictions. Just stop with all of them. We're, we're in the playoffs <laughs> now. Predictions stop. All bets are off. Yeah, it's just, I mean... Look, we went to the worst team in Texas. Their fans were in our mentions before the game even started, being annoying as hell. Yeah, what happened there? Why Why do they like us? What We said something to them at one point, like back in March, because yeah. they were talking about how they were revolutionizing soccer or something. I don't know. And, and ever they since then, us, huh? they yeah, I'm like, get out. Okay, have a good offseason. We'll be in the playoffs. I, You know, here's my favorite thing. You said... I'm not even going to engage with him. And then you engage well, with him, man. And you said, said, that's the last one, I promise. I said, I'm, I, yeah, I had to do one. You can't I don't know. help yourself, can you? I, I can only imagine if there's little spats between you and your fiance, and you're like, all right, I'm not going to say anything else. Actually, one more thing. <laughs> no, I don't do it there. <laughs> I don't do it there. But I just like the annoying Twitter trolls. It's really hard for me to just let it sit there sometimes. So really? Yeah. Oh, man, I just let them go like someone responded to me making fun of the joe rogan thing and i didn't even mention the ivermectin whatever and he he responded and said something like what's your problem it helped it helped them and i'm just like i'm not even gonna pay well, you stuff like that yeah no i'm listen here friend from texas or wherever you're coming in from like right good to see you <laughs> right i just i don't know i don't know so austin fans are the worst but uh it doesn't help when we go down there and, you know, you, you look at the lineup we put out. Johnny Russell's, you know, in the lineup. We yeah. still have no Polito, so we got Gotti Kinda playing forward again. Kyrie Shelton on the left. Uh, well, I guess Kyrie was probably striker. Daniel Shalwe was on the left. Gotti was back in the midfield. But, you know, this is closer to a first-choice lineup, and I fully expected when sure. I saw this lineup that we're going to go down there and we're going to get three points. Ah, well, I bet you feel like a big dummy. I feel quite a bit like a big dummy. And what's even more annoying is we far out possessed Austin on their own field. We shot just about equally, both in terms of shots and shots on goal. We outpassed them. We had more corners. We had a hell of a lot more crosses. Um, you know, we had quite a bit of possession in Austin's half. They barely had any possession in our half, except we didn't have the advantage in the all important stat category of goals when the game ended uh it's just you know it started at about the worst possible way it could start because like 17 seconds in austin is on a breakaway and they have like this beautiful little pass back and forth and it's literally like what the 30th 30 seconds into the game they just head this ball home into the back of the net after just like this little dink and dunk crossing passes that and it's just like okay wonderful great start yeah, you know, I could have went back and, and rewatched this game, but that would imply that I got to watch it in the first place because I don't know if you guys know, but <laughs> Bally Sports is a big pile of trash. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, my gosh, dude. I have never had the issues. There's always been little issues, but I've never had these issues, right? Yeah. And every time there's an away game, I'm like, oh, poor sporting social media person. I'm so sorry because everyone goes at sporting like, like they're not aware of this problem and right. kicking themselves for signing this agreement in the first place. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they explore other options next year if they're able to, you know? Well, that's what sucks is when they signed 
the contract, it was with Fox Sports Kansas City. Correct. It was owned by Fox Sports. And I never had any issues watching on the Fox Sports Go app or anything like right. that. Well, then Valley acquires Fox Sports Regional Networks. Mm-hmm. And they start shifting everything to Bally and putting it on their own infrastructure and updating the app and all, and it all goes to hell. And they have the audacity to share clips from sporting games. And I'm like, wow, wish we could see that quality on your actual app. Right. Because it's terrible. It sucks, man. And I, I was so mad and it was going all over the place. I finally like was, was feeling like a gypsy and I found a VPN and I, I put it on my MacBook and then I did screen share to, to the TV. And then I was like, do I have a virus now? Cause I got this VPN. I don't know. Probably not. Which VPN do you have? <laughs> well, I didn't keep it. I thought, I think I got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know how to delete applications on MacBook. I think you just <laughs> grab it, drag it to the recycle bin and empty it. I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it worked, you know? So I saw probably a total of 25 minutes of this game and I think I missed all three goals that they scored on us. So, so have you seen the highlight of the first goal? 30 seconds I've, in I've, i saw the highlights yeah yeah it's uh it's not great like it's no. literally literally the worst possible way that you could start it's just you know defense isn't able to close down nobody's able to clear it people are left wide open and it, it almost looks like a game of ping pong just like austin's like i'm gonna send the cross over here and suddenly sporting cases defense turns into a bunch of four-year-olds where they all flock to the ball at the same time and forget that there's you know nine other attacking players on the field and then Austin just heads the ball right back over all of Sporting KC's defenders to the wide open Sebastian Drusi at the back of uh, the back post, and he just heads it right in. So you know, I do want to give a shout out to Austin fans though because they packed that place out despite sure. being the worst team in the <laughs> in the conference. Like they were there, and there was even a storyline going, man, that they they had a player in there who had yet to score his first goal for them, mm-hmm. and then he finally did. And they went nuts and the announcers went nuts. And it was, uh, I was like, cool, man. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, look, the stadium looks fantastic. I'd like to go there one day. Oh, yeah. And yeah going. They pack that place. I'm not saying that they're not like a, 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 they're not a bad fan base in this, in terms of like being willing to show up and, and support their team. The thing that annoys me most about Austin fans is uh, how they think that they have revolutionized supporters' culture. Right. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. And that they, you know, I understand it was a disappointing year, but like Atlanta United was the exception. LAFC Mm -hmm. was the exception. Like Minnesota, Nashville, Cincinnati, Austin. Those are much more common expansion team stories. Charlotte will probably, Orlando, Charlotte, like even NYCFC, it took time. Like you're not going to come in and, and Atlanta got lucky. People were not clamoring to sign Miguel Almiron or Joseph Martinez in terms of, you know, they were not surefire bets. They hit on those. Congratulations. They've missed on a couple big ones since then in PT Martinez and Ezekiel Barco. Like, so this is not, you know, they just, they got lucky and they have money. Austin fans have already wanted to fire Josh Wolf halfway through this year because they weren't happy. I understand it sucks to suck. Handsome man. (laughs) But this is more the path of the expansion team. So. Yeah, man. It's uh, it, yeah. I mean, they should just take what they have and try to rebuild for next year. But they they're not good, and that's what made this loss sting right. so much more. I was right. like, they're bad. So are we now bad? No, no. Surely we'll bounce back because we bounce back and win a hundred percent of the time after losing, and we had just lost the previous game. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, no, we did not. In the twenty second minute, again, a set piece. Stop me if you've heard this before. Sporting KC cannot clear off of the set piece. And uh, Julio Cascante kind of falling down backwards, gets ahead to the ball and, and just puts it past him. That sucked. So it's 2-0 in the second minute. And we go into halftime, down 2-0. I don't know if you're able to see at this point or not, or if you even, I just, I know I wasn't oh, able to watch this game live. And I it was getting your texts and like, and I, I it just was, it was not great. Cause I think I was yeah. checking on the score and, and I said something like, Oh, it doesn't look like it's going well. And you were like, you have no idea. Yeah. So. Go check Twitter, dude. <laughs> like it's an outage. No one can watch this game unless they're out of market and watching on ESPN plus, which is it's what bad. I ended up doing, but it's uh, absolutely terrible. Um, 
I'd rather watch it on Univision on Twitter or something, you know, the Twitter game stream, right? right? Which you can never find anytime because you never know where the hell on Twitter it actually is streaming. Right. It's always hard to find. Hey, I'd rather do a little looking than actually have it and have it not work, you know? Right. Well, I'm just, I'm so mad. I, our I'm playoff so... game, I think, is going to be on Twitter. Is it? I think it's a TUDN game, and isn't that usually when they put it on Twitter? Oh, probably. Whatever. We're we're going, okay? We don't even need to worry about it. We'll <laughs> be there. I, I'd rather have all home games because I'm done. Well, now it doesn't matter. I think all, all games are, are uh, national TV, man. You sure we're not on, like, ESPN or Fox or something? I think I looked at this the other day. And it's it's something with me like this. Let me look at it. I don't think it's an ESPN or Fox game. Because I was like, oh great, this is gonna be annoying. Uh yeah, it's a Unimas MLS soccer.com okay, so and Unimas. That's national T U D N. But Unimas is also in Spanish. Right? Yeah. So if you true. want it in English, it's gonna be on Bally Sports KC. So I guess your option if you're here, it's gonna yeah. be Bally Sports if you want uh English. So, trash. or to learn Spanish between now and 11 oh, we days. We got the trash broadcast, bro. We could have played on Sunday and been on ABC or ESPN. Mm-hmm. But we're playing on Saturday, and they're like, we're going to put them on Univision and yep. Unimas. Yep. And Bally Sports. Trash. Well, whatever. Like I said, it's a, it's a home game, so everyone should be really excited and get out there because they need us. They, they definitely need us, man. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that. I mean, to finish out this Austin game, um, just another, you know, really poor defensive showing in the 60th minute. Uh, you know, our, our fullbacks were way the hell up the field. So Jared Stroud gets a wide open pass and just puts it past him. Gotti Kinda loses his mind. He's furious. Um, Johnny Russell pulled a goal back in the 65th minute. It was kind a of a hope, little, right? Little, yeah. I mean, down Stranger 3-1. things have happened. At that point, when there's a little under 30 minutes left, I'm like, stranger things have happened, and you do have a little hope. You don't give up. Yeah. Well, then time counts down, and then you're like, <laughs> all right, I give up. <laughs> and then it ends 3-1. And then uh, our boy, got to give him a shout-out, Sean Goodwin asks Vermees what went wrong. Is it, is it tired legs? And then Vermees uh, yells at him and says it's a oh. useless question. Terrible. Terrible, dude. Uh, the way he speaks to Sean, it's like, it's disrespectful right it is like okay is sean a journalist or is he a journalist See, sean I, put, I put quotes on that the kansas city star reporter he's i know big j he's journalist us bro we are journalists he is a journalist he's a real deal man that's his job yeah this is not our job we have real jobs that actually pays money <laughs> well, I, mean, but I can't believe he talks to sean that way man i think sean should just stand up and be like you're not going to talk to me like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. No, I, but I, I felt like it's a totally fair question. And Sean, he's traditionally the Kansas City Star reporter, since it's the biggest, you know, outlet that covers game sure. in, game out, gets the first question. So traditionally, Sean is the one who asks, how does the game go? But then he also has questions about like, especially if the game goes poorly, there's going to be some tough questions. And Peter does not seem like he is willing to even entertain the idea that he might have possibly done something that went wrong. And it's Sean not- is totally within his rights to ask about substitution patterns. He's totally within his rights to be like, what went wrong? Is this a tired game? And for him to go, no, let's move on. It's a useless question. Sorry, but it's useless. And to take it out, like, okay, then give a better answer, Peter. The way he said it too, like you said it nicely just now. He just goes, no, let's move on. That's a useless question. Like he just yeah. threw it away. And it's, it's disrespect to, you know, you expect reporters to respect the player or coach that they're interviewing. So how come that person doesn't respect the media? Doesn't he know that this person writes things about them? I don't think he cares, honestly. No, of course he doesn't care, but like, come on, man. It's just common courtesy, right? I realize Vermees is frustrated. He's probably getting a lot of flack from not choosing to make any substitutions, but it's just, you know, not to mention, you know, the weather was nice not tired well, legs because the weather is nice <laughs> he told us that yeah so i That's just my thing for everything by the way if i'm in a, a, a fight with someone yeah weather's nice yeah we'll we'll talk about it more later but i mean you know it is uh it is interesting that the, the team themselves 
uh, yanked that part of the quote from the recap. And then MLSsoccer.com was like, oh, we're going to write a whole article about Peter Vermees saying it's a useless question. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it's, of yeah. Course, of course, Sporting yanked it. I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah. So, but, and it sucked because Seattle had just dropped points. All yes. Sporting had to do, as we had talked about, was get four points between the two games and we guaranteed ourselves first place. Buddy. Sporting has continued, Seattle's continued to drop points and give us a handout. Like, here you go. We'll make it easy on you. Here's mm-hmm. some points for you. Mm-hmm. And we just can't get it done. Yeah. So we've, you know, when it all comes down to this RSL game that we just had, we aren't talking about the controversy there. We're talking about this game should have been us playing reserves. Sure. You know, it shouldn't have come down to decision day based on the forms Seattle was in and the opportunities that Sporting KC had against subpar teams yeah so you know it is what it is but it did come down to decision day and we had rsl come in and you know all in all it was uh not the the most exciting of games um you know what did i say you got rsl coming to town and there's nothing more dangerous than a team fighting to even be in the playoffs and there's nothing less dangerous than a team that's already in the playoffs and can kind of coast it's true i mean we um we were kind of keeping one eye on this game and one eye on the Seattle game, because if Seattle ended in a draw or a loss, all we knew is that, okay, SKC wins. We get first place. We get that by. Mm. Oh, That's you weren't checking on the Colorado game. No one even cared about little brother sneaking up. I well, Colorado ended up winning what, like five, two or something like that. Yes. And they <laughs> like really had no chance for first place. And then everything happened and they took it. Right. So, okay. Seattle takes an early lead off the penalty kick, but then ends up, uh was it vancouver they were playing pulls one back yeah so it's one one and we're like oh shit okay skc just needs one goal and i even saw i forget who it was on twitter but someone was like do you think peter knows we literally just need one goal because like at this point the only sub we had made was Ilya in for uh jose mari and it's like i'm sure he doesn't know right i mean is someone oh i think he i'm sure he knows you think there's somebody has to be in it if somebody's not in his ear saying seattle's level we win we're, we're first then that's an institutional mistake hmm. somebody has to be in peter's ear letting him know the situation yeah i get that i know that happens because it happened on ted lasso <laughs> they were like we just need a tie we just need a tie right. which is uh, obviously uh, a very accurate docuseries about yes. how soccer really works hey if you don't know shit about soccer that's a great introduction to it. <laughs> it's true it's pretty awesome so, I mean, look, again, you know, this was a weird lineup because we had young Grayson Barber starting on the right wing because Johnny Russell yeah. was on the injury report. But also on the bench? He's on the bench. He didn't yeah. play. But I, this comes back down to there's questions about substitutions, and we have a bunch of questions that we can get to later. There have been questions about substitutions, and there's a part of you that can defend Peter in saying, well, he's not making the substitutions because there's really not the attacking power on the bench to turn to. So like, okay, a tired Kyrie or a tired Johnny might be better than a fresh Grayson Barber. And that's not a dig at Grayson Barber. It's just the the way it is. But then the problem is, and I know you've said this before, if you're going to use that as an excuse for why he's not subbing people, you have to simultaneously use it as a critique of Peter as the technical director, because he is responsible for the roster decisions. True. Now, don't take a damn thing away from Grayson Barber. I know you weren't, but I'm telling everyone don't because that man was making runs sure. like he wanted to score a goal. Right. Like he knew who he's filling in for. Right. I'm filling in for Johnny freaking Russell. Yeah. And I need to be him. I need to emulate him. I need to score a goal tonight. And damn it, he he wanted it, man. But he got when he got gassed, you also saw that. Yeah. And it's nothing against him personally. It could have been anyone. Insert, you know, rookie homegrown here. That is a tough ask, no matter who you are, to throw yourself into the very first start of your career on a decision day spot against traditionally one of your more scrappy rivals uh, while you're fighting for first place. Like, that's tough. Yeah. It's not a fair ask. You know, I'm thinking like this whole game too, man, it felt so weird. We were playing like a team that's already in the playoffs and don't have anything to fight for. We're not even going for number one seed. We're just there. And that, whatever, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Let Colorado implode at home. Let Seattle implode at home. I'm all for that tactic. 
But I will tell you this, RSL did not come and play like they were fighting to get into the playoffs. They were fi- they were playing like they were already in it. Yeah. I f- did I say this on the podcast already? Because I know we talked. You said this before, before. we recorded. Yeah. Okay. I never know what I say on here. <laughs> I just black out and speak. But like, I was like, this is so boring from mm-hmm. RSL. Why aren't they pushing? Why aren't they hungry? Yeah. Because they can't get in with a draw. They yeah. can't get in with a loss. They have to win tonight. Yeah. And, and they you weren't know, going to, dude. They weren't going to win. No. And you know what would have helped alleviate the pressure on this game? Getting a win against the worst team in the Western Conference three days prior. Because if we had beaten Austin, even losing in controversial fashion to RSL, we would have won the West. Yeah. We would have had been level with Colorado at 61 points, but we would have had 18 wins to their 17 tiebreaker sporting KC. Yes, 100%, dude. <laughs> that Things lined up. Things were there for the taking, and it just didn't happen. So we got to stop whining, for one. I see a lot of people making excuses out there. Things happened. We lost three games. We now get a week off, and we, we got we to gotta play. Because we know, dude, in the playoffs, anything can happen. Six seeds have gone to MLS Cup. I mean, Colorado and Seattle could go down, and we could get through and host a, a Portland at home. We could host the next playoff game. We just don't know. Right. It's just, it's all up in the air. And I, I get so excited, dude. I, I try to watch every freaking playoff game. It, it's, it's a lot. It but is a lot. I did read something online, by the way. LA Galaxy didn't get in the playoffs one year. So they expanded the playoffs by one and made it seven. <laughs> well, they didn't get in this year. So is it going to be eight next year? Probably. Well, we'll see. Uh, but, oh but let's, let's talk about the controversial play here. Cause okay. So it's zero, zero. It's late in the game. I don't remember if it's in stoppage time yet or not. If it wasn't in not stoppage yet. time, it was not about yet. to be. It was really close. It was, close. It was toward the very end of the game. Okay, Rogers in the box. He's about to go for a first touch. He's he's. Uh, it's a long ball. It bounces off uh, the turf. It's about to him in the chest. He's going to chest it down, try to tap it around the keeper, and have a clear shot on goal. Justin Glad, RSL defender, swinging his right arm eight feet outside of his body for no apparent reason, taps the ball and touches it away clear and obvious handball everybody on the broadcast saw it everybody in the stadium saw it oh yeah justin glad himself obviously knew what happened everybody except ted uncle was it ted uncle who was the who was the ref yes it was it was uncle what nate bucati said at the very start of the broadcast we have a great veteran referee tonight and i'm like oh nate you jinx that shit (laughs) everyone except ted uncle and the var apparently saw that as a clear and obvious handball so ted uncle Waves it, says, no, 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 no penalty. Surely, 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 the video assistant referee will come in and say, hold on, we got to review this. This is clear and obvious. His arm is, is far outside of his body. It's not in a natural position. He hits it. It clearly affects the trajectory of the ball. It's in the box. This is a penalty kick. We wait, yeah. and we wait, and we wait. There was no stoppage for a long time. It was the play never stopped. We just kept going. Play never stops. But the rules say that once the attack ends and it kind of gets more into like a neutral part of the field, they can blow it dead for a review. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've ever really seen that happen, but it's allowed. We were yelling at him. Like the players were yelling at him. And all I can think of, like, was there any clarification, by the way? Like VAR, did he look at it and say, hey, you should take a look at it. And Ted Uncle said, no, I'm good. No, the, the say no, you don't need to look at it. The VAR supposedly looked at it and did not deem it to be a clear and obvious okay. error because they VAR can say, Hey, I think you should take a look at this. And Ted Uncle can also say, No, I don't need to. Like, he can override that shit and not even take a look at it. Right. Did you know that? Yes. So, it's, VAR it, can say, Hey, I'm really seeing something here, but you could be a piece of shit and be full of yourself and say, Now nah, you're not. Right. Final, <laughs> final discretion is, is, in the hands of the head referee. Can you imagine if you were VAR and be like, well, what the fuck am I here for? <laughs> if you're just going to blow me off like that, I don't want to work with you. Ever Why again. am I even here? Yeah. Oh no, if, if you look at uh, the statement um, from the match officials, from, from the pool reporters questions, it was asked, oh, you know, were those statements? Are we calling those statements? Cause <laughs> that's words. nothing. That's they a are... conversation with a despondent grandfather. They are words. Uh, the question was, why was the review for handball on RSL's number 15 not recommended in the 89th minute? Uh, and then the answer was, after checking all available angles, the VAR determined that the non-giving of the penalty for handling was not a clear and obvious error. And then 
Jesus. Uh, there was another question that said, uh, why was a handball not called in real time? And they said, in real time, the angle of the referee's view isn't definitive if the ball hits Espinoza's chest or Glad's hand. Bro. Excuse me. I thought that was the reason you had the VAR. Yeah, is that not a thing? And we pay for this to have it, and other leagues don't. And I'm like, you know what? Just pull it if we're not going to use it. Like, just get rid of it. Because I'm starting to think, I don't know the rules. What are the rules? I don't know the rules of Major League Soccer. What's deemed a handball? I don't well, know. And, you know, they asked a follow-up. What did the VAR official see that made him believe the non-call for handball was not a clear and obvious error? And, he, and the answer was the VAR determined the action by Glad was not deliberate. Okay. Okay. Well, if you look at the, 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 the laws of the game for handling the ball, it says in an offense, it is an offense if the player, one, deliberately touches the ball. Okay, so they didn't say that. Or two, touches the ball with their hand slash arm when it has made their body unnaturally bigger. A player yeah. is considered to have made their body unnaturally bigger when the position of their hand slash arm is not a consequence of or justifiable by the player's body movement for that specific situation having their hand arm in such a position the player uh, takes the risk of their arm being hit by the ball and being penalized so having your arm flailing all about and yep. hitting the ball two feet off your body literally falls into that category it does not have to be deliberate dude it's nice to know that i can slap a man in the mouth and say oh, i wasn't deliberate it wasn't deliberate. I just, my arms are flailing. That's okay. Your honor, not guilty. It not was not guilty. deliberate. Not deliberate. The gun just went off. <laughs> so I, just, I don't get that dude. Not the, and then you hear people saying, well, it's ball to hand. It's not hand to ball. It's ball to hand. Shut, Shut your mouth. What does that mean? <laughs> Still handball, you piece of shit. Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah. Uh, but Peter, I'm not, I don't think that's why we lost this game. I'm just saying that was part of it that we're mad. We're all upset, but come on. We should have won the game beforehand. Peter went off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another Sean. Sean got silenced, my friend. Well, so his opening comments, if you go, I've never, I've literally never seen this. If you go to sportingkc.com and you go to the news section, you see the SKC versus RSL quotes. You know, they always. Uh, go to videos. Go to, go, videos. Go to the video. It's right but it's, it's almost more impactful looking at the quote to read it because it's usually a sentence or two or a little paragraph you see peter's quote and you will keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling this is the most massive massive paragraph i've ever seen normally though he speaks for like four minutes after a game four minutes is what the the timestamp is on a video bro it was like i saw it when i was gonna watch it the next morning it was like 12 and a half minutes i was like oh no what happened (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just kept saying it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Something has to change. Now this is, he killed his body armor. He hit it over. <laughs> Get out of here. He murdered his body armor drink. He never even drinks it. He usually drinks wine after a win. He didn't have the wine tonight. Probably would have broke his glass. Probably would have been like smash. Yeah. I'm mad. He says he can't even get answers from the referees on the field to tell me what the process is. Why weren't you asked to go look at it on video? It could have been really simple. Go look at it on video and make your own decision. Look at it on video. Here's the kicker. This is where Peter Bro. puts his Aaron Rodgers hat on. He's been listening to some Joe Rogan or something. Oh boy! The fact that they didn't even look at it on the video, it makes me start to think about things that I don't want to talk about. It puts it in my mind, and I know you know what I'm talking about. I assume that means he wants to leave this league. No, I think that means he thinks that there's match fixing. Oh, I, I guess I kind of took it as I don't want to be a part of this league anymore because I didn't wasn't that followed up by like I'm embarrassed to to be in this league. That was the last. I mean, I don't know. That was the last okay. of the quote that's on here. I think what I took it and what people that I I saw took it as is he's insinuating that there's some either match fixing or a conspiracy okay. or rigging against Sporting KC. Someone else uh, told us to point out that the VAR official lives in Colorado. And I'm like, stop this. Stop this right now. Look, I think you and Peter need to go on Pat McAfee's podcast and talk about Joe Rogan a little bit. (laughs) Also, he's talking about the refs and then he just stops and he goes, actually, I got to I got to hand it to the line judge. I, I know him. Great guy. (laughs) and he's like he told me you know peter that's that's not my job i don't know what they're what they're doing what they saw i can't see yeah but uh you know i'm sorry i can't help right and it just it 
I don't want to say it's very, for lack of a better word, it's very Trumpy. What he goes, nice guy, great guy, great. He likes, he likes me, great guy. <laughs> you know? It's, it is pretty funny. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, um, it's pretty frustrating. It's just, it's incredibly frustrating. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, here's a hot, I'm going to say this. I told you this before. Here's a little bit of a hot take and I'm not trying to take away from the severity. It's, it's a clear and obvious error. Pro came out and admitted after they made a statement where they said in the 90th minute, a handball offense occurred inside RSL's penalty area. However, the referee did not award a penalty kick in real time, allowing play to continue. The VAR video assistant referee when checking the play saw that the ball made contact with RSL defender Justin Glad's right hand, but concluded that the non-awarding of a penalty kick did not reach the threshold of a clear and obvious error and therefore did not recommend a video review to the referee. However, the footage clearly shows movement to the ball by the right hand of Glad in a manner which can be reasonably interpreted as being consistent with a handball offense. In pro's judgment, a video review should have been recommended and a penalty kick awarded Pro considers the decision not to recommend a review to be an error by the VAR. Of course, all well and good, except Damir Krylak goes on to score a goal. RSL wins in the 95th minute, 1-0. And now Sporting Kansas City are in third place instead of first. Well, when players have mistakes and calls don't get made, players get suspended for a game or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can only assume that the referee or referees are now suspended for a game. That's what I can assume. I pro doesn't make punishments public. Yeah. I, I, I have been told, I'm I'm not going to get into the specifics, but there, there will be action taken. That's, you know, doesn't make it any better for sporting Kansas city fans. It doesn't make it any better for sporting KC because the outcome is the outcome. Um, Here's my hot take. So I've watched this over and over. Someone mentioned this to me, (laughs) the hot take. And again, I want to clarify, this does not take away from the fact that this should have been a penalty or that RSL had a handball or pro made an error or what. But my hot take is the, the movement of the ball off of Justin Glad's hand is the best first touch Roger Espinosa could have asked for because but... it basically just puts the ball right into his path. Roger immediately turns to ask for a handball. I think if Roger just plays through the whistle, he taps that ball just around the keeper very easily and just has an open net and puts the ball in the back of the net. And if he misses, or if the key, maybe the keeper takes him out trying to get to the ball, and then you get a penalty kick that way, yeah. you just got to play to the whistle. And again, this is not a justification for the non-call or anything. I'm not trying to put the blame on SKC. I just wish Roger would have played it out a bit because we still might have scored. You just don't know. You know, there's a lot of what ifs, but like that, it really comes down to something we learned in grade school. You just, you play to the whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I do think in soccer, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans of other sports look down on us and say, we're very soft, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a soft sport and to, to see Roger who arguably is the meanest man I've ever seen play soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them, you know what I mean? And major mm-hmm. league soccer, at least on sporting. And he, uh, he turns around and just starts throwing his hands up for a PK. And I'm like, oh dude you had it you could have kept going like yeah i don't know man it's like and Kyrie shelton he he gets fouled he doesn't like throw his hands up asking for a foul the dude barrels through right and tries to go so well and Kyrie's but, t- i think roger thought it was clear and obvious roger's like that's a handball yeah i mean he's he's talked about that before too where you know it's Kyrie is like he says he has too much respect for the game to to not yeah. um try to keep playing through it but I don't know. I just, well, that's why he gets smashed in the face and that's the only right. time he goes down. You got to literally kill the man. Right. So we'll see. I, I don't know. It's um. well, all we'll said see. and done, Colorado jumps both teams and we sit in third seed with Seattle at number two. Still got that playoff game that we earned uh, at home, but yeah. So know, now we, we host Vancouver. Now we host Vancouver on November 20th. Fine. My friend Vancouver has been on a tear to just get in the playoffs. So Vancouver's coach uh, came out and said that, yeah, they think they're going to beat Sporting KC too. Now Sporting KC has a pretty good history against Vancouver at Children's Mercy Park for the most part. So I love that that coach said that. 
I really do. I think that's yeah. it's ballsy, but it's like, why not? Why Bulletin not board material. get some banter going on, you know? Yeah, bring it on. And Peter hopefully play into it. Johnny Russell will be healthy. Alan Polito will be healthy. We'll be back at full strength. And, and you know, a full strength sporting KC should 100% absolutely beat a full strength Vancouver. Where does now, Alan Polito even play on the field? Like, I don't even know who he is anymore. <laughs> what position does he play? Like, it's been so long. Now, here's the frustrating part. We have fallen from not just first to second, but first to third because we weren't able to get that penalty kick and we weren't able to get a win in Austin. So, assuming Sporting KC beats Vancouver, you know who we'd play? Seattle Sounders host RSL. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say Seattle beats RSL. And so, I'm going to say no. Oh, you don't think so? No, I don't. Okay. I think RSL comes hot and and because okay. Seattle's not been good at home. Okay. Well, hey, I'd prefer that. I'd rather have redemption against RSL at home in the playoffs. Uh, conference yeah, semis. Seattle's got healthy people coming back. That's my concern is, okay, say we beat Vancouver, then we have to travel on the road to Seattle to play them with Ladera, with Jordan Morris, and with the mm-hmm. worst week on Twitter in the history of MLS soccer because of this whole Melia Roldan thing that's happened. That'd be pretty wild. We're going to yeah. have Chad out there fighting with all of the city of Seattle. Well, <laughs> well, that's the, <laughs> that is the thing that's been happening. Well, that's, you know, that's what I think MLS would like. I think they'd like that matchup. Oh yeah. But no, we'll get the RSL matchup and they'll, uh, you know, they'll put us on lifetime or something. <laughs> it's, put us on lifetime. it's um, sorry, no disrespect to NWSL who did play all their games on lifetime a few years ago. <laughs> It's just, it's really, it's really frustrating because, um, I don't know. I think, you know, we'll end up playing probably on, on Thanksgiving, I would guess if, uh, if that's no, no, not, no, we wouldn't be that day announced when we would play and it would be the, uh, either, or it would be the 27th. Okay. The I'll Thanksgiving game belongs to uh, Colorado, Colorado versus the winner of whoever that game is that they play. Portland, Minnesota. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I don't want to play on Thanksgiving. I know you don't. I'm in the minority there. I'd be like, let's do it. Everyone's like, that's football and, and gluttony and family. And I'm like, mm, I could forego all three of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so are you confident we'll beat Vancouver? No. No, dude, stop this. I'm not no going to say confidence. I'm confident we'll beat Vancouver because Drop we'll know if I, if I say we're going to beat Vancouver, we're going to lose. So yes. I'll just say right now we're going to lose to Vancouver and hopefully we it's, win. I, dude, it, it's playoffs, man. It's, uh, you know, everything's made up now. The rules don't matter. It's things are going to get crazy. This turned into whose line is it anyway? It's whose line. Uh, it's, it's, it, <laughs> Who's it's, Drew it's Carey like then? A, it's like a trilogy, bro. It's like a trilogy of a horror film. All bets are off. Main characters can die. Well, so let me let me throw this at you. This is interesting. Let's say we beat Vancouver. Could you just tell on, I'm watching the Scream trilogy. That's- <laughs> Hypothetical. Say we end up at MLS Cup. I don't I don't know that this is going to happen. This is this is a very tall order. Let's don't do this. But let's just say if we do, literally the only way we don't play MLS Cup at home is if New England wins out, because the Western Conference would host if it's. Colorado, Seattle, Kansas City, or Portland, the only team that can host over any of those teams is the New England Revolution. The Wait, second place we're going, team, they go off points? They go off they points. They go off points, not off seeds. It's points. Oh. I'm like 90% sure points. Really? So the based on points, the, our fourth place team in the West, Portland, has more than the second place team in the East, Philadelphia. Well, that's pretty wild. So, I mean, and dude, New England can lose. They, they are going to have two weeks off and that's enough time to get cold, especially if you live in New England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's, I they mean, don't it's just the game there. They don't want to host a November game in freaking Massachusetts. Right. So it's, um, yeah, it's a team with the best regular season record hosts MLS cup. Yeah. So wow. that would be, it's based on points. Okay, I, I never know. We're always changing rules in this league. Well, I know that's nothing. True. We're so, adding playoff teams. We're adding teams in general to the league. I know nothing. 
So the West, the Western Conference has a pretty high, you know, relatively good chance of hosting MLS Cup because honestly, New England is by far and away the best team in the league this year. But on a one-off game, you know, they've lost know. five times this year. Anything can happen. Yeah, they've lost twice at home. It's possible. Well, they'll so. just they'll set up a scrimmage with Chicago Fire or something because they're already you know firing people <laughs> and shit, letting half their team go and everything. Yeah. So. Well, that's wild to think about. And I just, you know, you really got to take things one game at a time. Mm -hmm. Hope you get as many home games as you can. I I don't always like to spend money, but I do like to go to home games. So, you know, keep that auto withdrawal coming if we get games. I mean, New England will have to face the winner of NYC and Atlanta. Neither of those teams are what they used to be. But can Atlanta summon Atlanta from three years ago for one game? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? So it's, you know. And then they'll have to go through either Philly or the Red Bulls or Nashville or Orlando. Like, you know, they're decent teams. So it's certainly possible. You know, I like how, you know, a a month ago, they released the MLS playoff schedule. Mm -hmm. They told you what days, what times everything is. Okay. So (laughs) I'm mad, but I know you are. I I know, you you know, for no reason, really. But like (laughs) on, on November 20th, there were two game slots. And what stations they'll, they'll probably be on. And you had 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And then I wake up Monday morning. I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's updated. So I check the MLS app. It shows that we have the, we're there, dude. We're plugged in to the 2 p.m. game. Mm-hmm. So I'm texting my buddies, dude. I text you. I text Chip, Chris, Kevin. I got my guys. And they're like, oh, I hadn't heard that. I'm like, I just saw it on the app. Kind of cool. It was taken off the app like a couple hours later. And Jim Curtin is like retweeting it, head coach of Philadelphia. And he's like, uh, guess we're playing at noon. Glad I found out on the MLS app that never works half the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, then what happens? We don't play at two at all, dude. We play at a non-existent time, 4 p.m., which wasn't even released in the original schedule. Yeah. What is this league, man? We just make shit up. <laughs> the referees suck. The, the coaches are blasting the league in general. Like, shit's in turmoil and we're not talking about it enough it's in turmoil yeah it's, it's uh, turmoil my friend it is turmoil the league is in turmoil well so maybe i'm maybe i'm overreacting <laughs> i'm just i just don't like it i i like you know you like to you like to have your plan set man you like to know what you're doing and when, when it's i don't know oh i get crap on my heart it's okay i understand it's been it's been rough Sporting KC are now backing into the playoffs. I think we got this as, as a question. No, no, you didn't back in. We got in. We were already in. We got in, and then we backed we were, up a little bit. Okay, yes. A little reverse. Maybe we parallel parked incorrectly, so we had to fix it. <laughs> and then we, it wasn't. It. it wasn't a question of were we in or not, but it was certainly not. We weren't going in. You know, firing on all cylinders. No. So yeah, we weren't firing, but we're. You know, our butt's still, <laughs> we're parallel parked, but our butt's sticking out in the road a little bit. Like okay. We might get hit. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. It's a little, tight spot downtown. <laughs> we might have tapped the person behind us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, not like RSL, who took a streetcar to get into the playoffs. Right. Like they just cruised on in, nice, slow, and steady. LA Galaxy, they're the ones who get left out in the cold. Peter was caping up for them, even though yeah, I think Peter that was a little has friends. Peter has yeah. friends in LA he's looking out for. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's um, it's rough. We we get, I don't know. We'll we got a lot of Peter questions. Podcasts. <laughs> Look, I love Peter. I just sometimes Peter's got some blind spots. We all do. Well, he about but... hit the body armor at my friend Daniel Sperry, and <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel was like, mm, "Electrolytes, <laughs> <laughs> the official drink of Major League Soccer." Yeah. Uh, let's get through some of these questions. Uh, Drake Ewing, our boy at drizzy dizzy drake as he calls himself on twitter uh boy he says i get we're all mad at the refs but more so i toss up some of the blame of this loss onto vermees if he went out and got a decent winger or striker so johnny russell doesn't have to play so many games then maybe we have johnny in this game and we probably win i mean that kind of is it's along the lines of the roster construction that we talked about where there just isn't enough attacking depth on the team i mean didn't yeah, dude. Why? What happened to that Busio money? Like, where did that go? Um, I, I don't. We I'm probably confused. don't have it all yet, honestly. The way okay. I mean, if any look, I mean, there there's some shady ass crap that happens with some of these European teams and payment. I don't think Boa Vista has 
paid either FC Dallas uh, or Houston for Reggie Cannon or Albert Elise yet. Like earlier this year, it was like they just haven't paid. They go to like small claims court or something. I don't. I don't know. How do you go? Do can you sue a a a Portuguese team for not giving you money? I don't understand. You have to go to the like that international court of FIFA because the players are (laughs) players aren't very big normally. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, it's look, I think there's, there's, there's a lot of blame in a lot of ways to go around here. It's not any one thing or any one person's fault, but roster construction, I think it's fair to question a little bit. It's fair to question, man. And, and it's, I'm so damn optimistic to a fault sometimes, man. I try to be pessimistic too, to not get my hopes up, but like, I feel, it feels good in the playoffs, dude. You gotta just be lucky. You have that home game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just go from there. Do your best. Go crazy. Yeah. We'll see. Um, How dare you not play Johnny when he's on a streak of scoring and assisting? Okay. So along those lines, Pacific Northwest SKC supporters, they ask us questions every week, says, don't know if you saw the TV exchange between Russell and Vermees in the 79th minute on Sunday. You were at the game. I noticed this. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see it. There's a little jawing. Johnny was on the bench. I don't know. Johnny didn't look happy. I don't know He's if Johnny was like, like put me in put the me fucking in. game. But Johnny seemed like he and Peter was saying so, and like Peter eventually walks away. But Johnny did not look happy, so I think wow. Johnny wanted to go in. Someone want to go pull like a clip of this or something? I'm very interested. We'll, we'll probably find it, but uh, you so, said it was in the 79th minute. Yeah, that's what it, it looks like here. So if you can find the replay of the game, it's probably on the broadcast. Huh. So, uh, but what Pacific Northwest SKC supporter says, don't know if you saw this, but who would Dan Kuzer side with in a cage match, JFR or the Vince McMahon like Peter Vermees? <laughs> well, I think you got to go with, uh, I don't know, man. Johnny's very, uh, very spunky, right? Does Johnny show up in the Drew McIntyre kilt with the sword? And does, yeah. uh, but man, I don't want to be on Peter's bad side. Well, here's <laughs> yeah true man peter peter probably will drop you but i think i think johnny's got that vigor right and here's <laughs> the deal i just i thought like oh can't you watch um replays of sporting kc games on espn plus you should be able to that's a no bro it says this event has been blacked out in your area even the replay up, bro that's what it says i was gonna pull it up right now Fast forward to the 79th minute and be like, oh, I see what you're talking about. I cannot. That's incredibly frustrating. Right? Oh, well, maybe Bally Sports does replays. Nope, just kidding. They're <laughs> the devil. Well, well, we'll find it somehow. We'll get it to you so you can see it. Just won't be a live right. reaction. Uh, they did have a more serious question. They said, with Polito, Shallowy, and Keen to staying home for the international break, does this feel like the perfect time for everyone to overlook SKC for the quote fashionably hot form Vancouver while not realizing we're about to be in theory as close to full strength as we've, as we've been in months. Hey, overlook us all you want. I dig that. I'm all for it. And just to touch on the international duty, by the way, Peter here, this is interesting, dude. Peter has always said, I will never block like they can, they can block someone from going to international duty. Can they? I don't think they're yep. technically allowed. They can ask, but I don't think they're allowed to actually like not release them if it's during an official FIFA uh, window. Oh, official FIFA window. Which this sure. is. Sure. But sometimes, other times, it's not. And if Peter can yes. say no. Right. But also, it's a paycheck for the players. Peter says he will never block them. Right. But for this one, kudos to Daniel and Gotti for being the ultimate teammates and saying like, no, this is important right now. Right. They're passing up on a paycheck, dude, to mm-hmm. stay here and hopefully win a trophy. Passing up a chance to represent their national team. Those things don't come along every time. So I hope they don't, I hope they're not on the outs. You know, I hope that doesn't like because you worry about that. It, it's let me put it back. Let me put it back to wrestling, dude. If you're off TV for a week, the fans could forget about you. Yeah. You miss a national team camp, the the gaffer could forget about you. Yeah. No, it's true. So uh, we'll just do a couple more questions here. Cody Slusser uh, says, did SKC seem like they didn't care about seating? They looked lethargic and lacked energy and drive going forward. Um, they, they didn't really have a press. They were inefficient in passing. I get saving players for the playoffs, but this team was lackluster and uninventive. I agree. But Grayson Barber was killing it down the side, man. He was going real fast, just never could get any opportunities. So he looked real damn hungry. Everyone else, kind of boring, right? Like I was... 
Yeah. I was very sleepy. <laughs> yeah. It was it was bad. And then we'll just end. Jordan says three straight losses to end the season. Should I be worried? No. <laughs> three straight. I mean, dude, three is like that magic number where it's like snap the hell out of it, right? Yeah. I'd be I'd be more worried if it was two. But to have three straight losses, dude, they're they're pissed. You're not gonna have Roger not playing till the whistle. I tell you that. Yeah. You're not gonna have any bitching on the field, dude. We're we're gonna come hot. Vancouver should be scared. Well, now, Vancouver's gonna, already talking their shit, so right. And we'll we'll probably preview it a little more uh, next week since we have sure. a week off here. Uh, maybe try to grab a guest or something to talk mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I don't know, man. I wouldn't be worried about the three losses in a row. You know, it's it's not like we're garbage. You know, right? We're still a good team. Like yeah. obviously, it's not ideal, but like. And who just mentioned we're gonna have full strength? I mean, right? We should uh, the. Um, Pacific Northwest SKC supporters. Yeah, we should. So, look, we're we've been good going into a buy, and then we come off the buy, and we've lost. So I I think the break is a chance to reset. Yeah. So we have time. We have eleven days now between when we're recording this. Ten days between when this podcast comes out in the game. That's plenty of time to get healthy and reset. So we'll see what happens. But yes, sir. We'll talk more about the Vancouver game next week, but uh, you have anything else you want to say about this week or the controversy or anything before we kind of move on to, to finish this off? No, man, nothing about yeah. the, the controversy. Moving on, moving forward. Uh, last thing really, I guess, uh, to, to talk about is Major League Soccer officially announced the format and conference alignment for the 2022 season. And there's some, there's some key changes in, in terms of alignment. Well, we have Charlotte FC. They're coming into the league, so they're going to go into the Eastern Conference. Uh, but right now, the East has 14 teams and the West has 13 teams. So we don't want to have a 15-team conference and a 13-team conference. So they're booting Nashville SC, uh, who, who plays in Nashville, Tennessee, noted West Coast city, to the yeah. Western Conference. <laughs> Definitely east of the midpoint of the U.S., but... Uh... <laughs> That's all right, man. Hey, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. And yeah. we'll, we've been in the East before and we're in the West now. And it's, I'm excited, man. Cause I, I want to get down to Nashville and see a game and, and yeah. it could be a fun little, little road run. Well, uh, isn't it a fast, quicker drive than Colorado? Yeah. Well, and it might be your best chance to do it. Cause I'm, I, I would bet a large sum of money that Nashville goes back to the East when St. Louis comes into the league in 2023. Good point. Yeah, probably should try to get to Nashville next year sometime because you're not guaranteed to play these Eastern Conference teams, man. Right. This year especially, but like next year, you're going to have home and away with all your Western Conference teams, and then it doesn't leave enough space to play every Eastern Conference team once. Yeah, and there's no way they're going to have KC in the West and St. Louis in the East. No, that'd be so dumb. So they're going to move Nashville back to the East in 2023 and put St. Louis in the West. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So this is your chance to get to Nashville. See a game there. Good, uh, man. Nashville's great. Got married in Nashville. Good times. Nashville. Get some Hattie B's hot chicken yeah. if you're not vegan. Hey, <laughs> I'm sure they got some great vegan options down there. Probably. Uh, so they announced the conference alignment. And then uh, we have early MLS season kickoff this year or next year, 2022. Uh, they. Oh, really? announced that the MLS regular season will begin earlier than ever before kicking off on Saturday, February 26th. We're starting in February, which means that we're going to look what MLS cup is on December 11th this year. Yeah. It's probably, this means what preseason is going to start like mid January. Hey, I love it, dude. I love it. We, and like, you know, like I said, we started in February in 2020. The first game of the season was February 29th, which I is guess like that's true. February. But like, <laughs> it doesn't really count, but it's, uh, you know, it, it was crazy. It was cold. I was like, wow, soccer's back. And we went to mm-hmm. one game and then you and I were like, I think that's it. I think we're shutting down the world. Yep. That's true. You're right. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, so it's going to start on February 26th. Decision day is going to be October 9th, almost yep. a month earlier than it was this year. And then uh, there will be three consecutive weeks of 2022 uh, MLS Cup playoff action, and MLS Cup will be played on Saturday, November 5th. And this is pretty great, man. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's all designed so that everything, the World Cup, right? Yeah, they want to end two weeks prior to the start of the World Cup in Qatar. 
So makes sense. And and they're going to have uh, a lot less midweek games, they said, which is pretty cool. That's what they claim. Um, it will. They said uh, that too back in 2020. That yeah. was what they were planning on. And then that all happened. And they were like, well, now we're going to go do a tournament in Orlando. They said the regular season schedule will consist of all weekend matches with the exception of five or fewer midweek matches per team, targeting one each in May, June, July, and two in August. And the midweek matches will not be scheduled in consecutive weeks for a team. It's awesome. So. Because we've all gone, you know, uh, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. You know, it, it's happened. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. It's or Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. They're not gonna they're not gonna schedule any games during the FIFA windows in March, June, or September next year. They will only consider doing so at a team's request during the March window or during yeah. the second week of the June double window. Teams may not request to play matches during the September window. Should have the open cup back as well. And oh hey, we didn't make the uh Champions League, so that's good, huh? That's true. So hey, oh. less games. Still but, could, however, still could. Yeah, so that's the MLS news. Um, we got the U.S. playing Mexico on Friday. On Friday. So we're we'll, having a little watch party. We'll try to watch that game maybe. But uh, you going to the watch party? No, I'm not. I'm going to be at no. home taking Friday off because I got yeah, Thursday I'm off, off on Friday. Look at that. So we'll see. I catch up I'll on probably, some shows. Yeah, just I watch Apple TV on Friday. Like, there's so many shows. uh so yeah and then uh hey i just gotta give a shout out to our uh our good listener uh mckinnon um i saw i saw mckinnon i had some family in town this weekend we were down at the boulevard beer tasting room uh a a nice uh person comes up to me wearing a mask i didn't recognize and and goes jimmy and i was like yeah and you're like officer (laughs) (laughs) hands me a card and says enjoy a beer and i look down and it's like a free beer and he was like, thanks for the podcast. And I was like, this is amazing. So shout out to McKinnon. Like he worked there or something? I think so, yeah. Oh. So shout out and appreciate you. What? All right. Well, McKinnon, <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you at Chipotle if you want to give out uh, Chipotle. I'm so jelly. I'm so jelly. Does Chipotle have vegan options? Absolutely. Oh, well, there you go. That's a thing. So shout out to McKinnon. Appreciate so you. Cool, man. Yeah. Did not expect that. Is not is not a, an expectation by any means, but but it was pretty cool. So just want to um, give a shout out. Kind of is. If someone <laughs> notices me, uh, I'm like, hey, well, what are you gonna, what are you gonna buy me? What are you, what are you gonna? I'm kind of a big deal. What have you done for me? You don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Uh, I make people have to turn off their radios in their car because their kids are listening. <laughs> you kidding me? I caused a <laughs> divorce once. <laughs> I think that's all we got for the people this week. Look. We told y'all before, if you're looking for gifts, go to bit.ly.com slash no other pod. Get yourself some no other pod merch. There's another sale beginning today. Get on there. $13 t-shirts, 35% off, up to 35% off site-wide. Get your Christmas shopping done. If you're not into the no other pod merch, that's okay. You're going to be into a Hello Tushy bidet. Go to hellotushy.com slash no other and get yourself a bidet. Order a friend a bidet. Tell your butt you're thankful for it for Thanksgiving and get a a Hello Tushy bidet. Or uh, just... Get your Christmas shopping done there too. HelloToshi.com slash no other 10% off. Dude, when you have a bidet and then travel and you no longer have a bidet. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst feeling. I'm like, what is this common toilet paper that all these common <laughs> is this what the peasants use? do? Yeah, peasants. What am I, I'm, I'm using my hand to wipe my butt. <laughs> Get out. Uh, I wish I was kidding. <laughs> I know you're not kidding. I've been there. It does. And you come back and you sit on your toilet immediately, even though you don't need to poop. You're just like, <laughs> just, just fix my bum. Just, just wash fix me. It. It's just, now it's just like a elephant's knee. Just, just wash <laughs> it off. <laughs> oh boy. There's the visual for you. <laughs> to end, end the regular season. There you go. I'm, I'm zoological zoological well thank you all for listening uh look it was a a weird and long regular season uh but it's done we're going into the playoffs now and there's more sporting kc soccer ahead of us so that's all you can ask for at this point in the year is to have soccer left and we have soccer not only do we have soccer left we have home soccer left so we're still going be out there strong on november 20th Uh, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review if you have not yet done so 
make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at JC max zero three, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Playoffs. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.